Today we're in week two of our word study on love and we're talking today about eros love, which is where we get the word erotic from. And eros was a Greek word that was so distorted by the Greek culture in the New Testament that the New Testament authors refused to even use that word eros anywhere. So we don't find the word eros anywhere in the New Testament, but yet there's a whole book of the Bible in the Old Testament that's devoted to this kind of love. It's the book of the Song of Songs. So let's talk about Eros love as we study real quick the book Song of Songs. Starting in chapter one, it says, this is Solomon's Song of Songs, more wonderful than any other. Kiss me and kiss me again for your love is sweeter than wine. Take me with you. Come, let's run. The king has brought me into his bedroom. Now we'll get back to this erotic Old Testament book, but let's start with the definition. Eros love is physical intimacy, at least biblically speaking, between a husband and a wife in marriage. And if Song of Songs proves anything to us, it's that Eros love is a gift from God. It's not dirty. It's not inappropriate. It's good. It's beautiful. After all, Genesis chapter 2, it says, The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone, so I will make a helper who is just right for him. So he makes Eve. And this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a reference in part to sexual intimacy in marriage, and the point is that it is good. It's a gift from God. The author of Proverbs expands on this. He says, Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a loving deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Again, this is clearly referring to the Eros kind of love, which is from God, and it's a good thing. So let's go back to Song of Songs, this time in chapter 4. It says, You have captured my heart, my treasure, my bride. You hold it hostage with one glance of your eyes, with a single jewel of your necklace. Your love delights me, my treasure, my bride. Chapter 8, place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm. This again is a reference to the marital covenant, the vows that we take in marriage. For love is as strong as death, it's jealousy as enduring as the grave. And as we continue to dive into this beautiful book, The Song of Songs, we learn that Eros love intensifies with selflessness. Think agape love from last week's lesson, and it's diminished by selfishness. The truth is, good eros takes work. Look at what the woman says in chapter 1. This is before she gets married to Solomon. She says, I'm dark but beautiful, O women of Jerusalem. Dark as the tents of Kedar, dark as the curtains of Solomon's tents. And she says this, don't stare at me because I am dark. The sun has darkened my skin. Can you sense a little bit of insecurity in her tone in chapter 1? And then later in chapter 5, after the wedding day, she has what appears to be a nightmare. She says, I slept, but my heart was awake. When I heard my lover knocking and calling, I opened to my lover, but he was gone. My heart sank. I searched for him, but couldn't find him anywhere. I called to him, but there was no reply. Now, I think these passages are pointing to the reality that we've all experienced in relationships, certainly in marriage, and that is that love, Eros love, takes time. It's complicated. 
isn't it? We've got insecurities. We both bring insecurities. We've got fears and anxieties that we bring into the marriage bed, into our relationship. And we see this with a careful study of Song of Songs. But I love the husband's response in chapter six. He says, you are beautiful, my darling, even among 60 queens and 80 concubines and countless young women, I would still choose my dove, my perfect one. You can see this newlywed husband working hard to praise his wife and make sure that she knows he truly loves her with more than just lust, but with true agape love, which is at the root of Eros. In fact, if you read on in chapter seven, you'll notice that he praises no less than nine body parts. I'll let you go read that for yourself. It's pretty powerful. And then her response we see in verse 10. She says, I am my lover's and he claims me as his own. This is the payoff for good eros, for that love that is selfless, that has agape at the root. And this is the kind of love that God wants us to have in our marriages. He wants us to love each other with this selfless agape love. And then that makes the eros that much better. Now, one more thing, especially for those of you who are listening in who aren't yet married. Today's culture, just like the Greek culture 2000 years ago, has a distorted view of eros. And so God's message to you young men and young women out there is to not awaken love until the time is right. We actually see those very words three separate times in Song of Songs, in chapter two, chapter three, and chapter eight. The woman says, promise me, O women of Jerusalem, not to awaken love until the time is right. In other words, there's a right time for Eros love, and that is within the context of a committed marriage relationship between a husband and a wife. So for you young people who are still waiting for that day, remember these words of Paul from 1 Corinthians 6, run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Back to the Song of Songs in chapter eight, the bride says, I was a virgin like a wall. When my lover looks at me, he is delighted with what he sees. Again, this is a beautiful picture of Eros in the proper biblical context. And I just want to say for some of you out there who maybe already blew it, maybe you've already experienced this Eros love outside of the marital commitment, I want you to know that God gives all of us second chances. And it's not too late to say, God, I want to be committed to sexual purity. I want to be committed to do Eros love the right way. That kind of love is described in these powerful words at the end of Song of Songs. Love flashes like fire, the brightest kind of flame. Many waters cannot quench love, nor can rivers drown it. This is the greater love embodied in the biblical concept of Eros, and it's worth waiting for.